Johnson County Library is now fine-free. Find out more at jocolibrary.org slash fine-free. The e-resource of this episode is The Great Courses from Canopy. The Canopy Collection offers award-winning documentaries, rare and hard-to-find titles, film festival favorites, indie and classic films, and world cinema. You'll find The Great Courses there, plus collections from Kino Lorber, Music Box Films, Samuel Goldwyn, The Orchard, PBS, Select Janus Films in the Criterion Collection, and thousands of independent filmmakers. Stream up to 10 titles per month. You'll find Canopy in the streaming section of our e-library, jocolibrary.org slash e-library. We pretty much are forced to be here, that or go to prison. But I tell you what, it's it's really great. Um, it, it helps you uh, transition back into the community. Um, and it's it's really intensive therapy. Yeah, you have a small group four days a week, um, different classes ranging from um, co-occurring disorders to socialization to CAT, which is criminal addictive thinking, um, relapse prevention. But but it's there's really great counselors and um, it's they have a pretty high success rate. Um, also, they find us uh, help find us mentors. Um, and also the, the library here that we have is, is just amazing. Joko Library Uncovered. So the only way for us to really engage in a conversation about incarcerated services and the library is to bring in librarians who are part of our incarcerated services committee. And so we'd like to welcome in... Hi, I'm Jama Zook, and I am the Youth Services Librarian for Gardner, Spring Hill, and Edgerton. And how long have you been participating on this committee? I think I've been on this committee for three years. Hello, I'm Melody Kinnaman, and I am the Incarcerated Services Librarian, and I have been doing that for about five or six years. So I don't think many Johnson County residents know that we have a minimum security housing facility in New Century, Kansas, that's north of Gardner, where our fellow citizens, these are our neighbors, friends, family members maybe, um, can go for a period of time. It's a court ordered by the district court uh, for alternative sentencing. And a lot of this is, is around um, you know, getting sober and uh, getting back on your feet. And these folks are there temporarily, and then they're gonna be back in our community um, and so we want to make sure that while they're there, they have access to library, to books, to library services and programs. And that's what Jamie and I do. We actually have an on-site library. It's called the ARC Library. And we staff that library and clients can come in and check out materials and get a Johnson County Library card. And we bring in materials to them uh, twice a week from our branches, and we also have wonderful programming. And Jama is involved with our Read to Me program, and I'll let her talk about that. Sure, the Read to Me program highlights the importance of reading to children. Um, it's a way for the patrons to stay connected with their families while they're at the adult residential center. The library provides books, and then the residents record themselves reading the books. And then the library mails those books to their loved ones. And so that way they can still hear their parent or their grandparent or their aunt and uncle while the person is away for a little bit. And it's a really rewarding program to provide. Wow, that's great. 
I didn't know that. Yeah. And I, I think when people hear that, they're going to be really intrigued. I think what will be even more intriguing is hearing from these patrons themselves. So tell us a little bit about what we're going to be engaged in. So we are going to be in the beautiful ARC Library, which was a collaboration between the Department of Corrections and Johnson County Library to provide this wonderful space for clients to gather. It's their branch. It's their branch library while they're out there. And um, they can come in and hang out. They can talk books. They can relax, um, check out things in the collection, talk to a librarian and place holds. Just do everything you would do in uh, one of our other buildings, only it's right on site there for them. Well, that sounds great. I can't wait to go check out the space. So I think we're going to take a quick break. And when you hear us again, we'll be on site at that library. Library News. Today we come to you not from the Central Resource Library in Overland Park, but instead just outside Gardner, Kansas in southern Johnson County. Instead of our soundproof, windowless recording studio, when I look around, I see a library. What do you see, Charles? Yeah, I see a staff pick section. I see comfortable seating, nice lighting around. Yeah, plants, big windows. Yeah. Yeah. I, I also see a library. And I also see a librarian. Uh, and uh, let's bring in Melody Kinneman, who in, in, invited us here. Hi, Melody. Hello. Good morning. So, so tell us, where are we? So we are at the Adult Residential Center in, like you said, Gardner, Kansas, near Gardner, Kansas. New Century, right? New Century. Yeah. To be exact there. on yeah. the Google Maps. Right. And it's kind of like a community college campus. There's dormitories and a cafeteria, library, classrooms. Can you give us a little more information? Why are the residents in this facility? Well, this facility is operated by the Johnson County Department of Corrections. And the folks that live here temporarily, usually less than a year, have been ordered by the Johnson County District Court to stay here and take classes, get counseling, find jobs, just get back on their feet before they're back out in the community. Well, I have a kind of crazy question for you. Would it be possible to meet a couple of these residents? Why, yes, it would. Oh my gosh, they're sitting right here. <laughs> <laughs> it was almost like it was planned. Almost. <laughs> almost. Who, who do we have joining us today, Melody? Today we have Phil. Say hi, Phil. Hello, how's everyone doing today? And Dia. Hi. Welcome to you both. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thank you. All right. So, uh, Melody, could you describe your relationship with these patrons? Sure. So both Phil and Dia are members of the Therapeutic Community Center. We call it TC for short. And I'll let them just briefly tell you what the Therapeutic Community Center is about. Well, mostly we believe we're worthy of sobriety. <laughs> Actually, we uh, that's a little thing we say every morning and every every afternoon in our morning empowerment and our wrap-up. Um, we were sentenced here for six months. Um, 
and it's a series of classes and we the women and the men uh, live separately the men live in their building together and the women live in their building together and we do everything together we uh, eat sleep and go to classes and um, it is six months of intensive rehabilitation and where we change our absolute core behaviors of addictive and um, criminal behaviors and thinking. So. And I can't wait to hear how the library is all part of that. Uh, let's hear from yeah, you. Yeah, well. TC is, you know, like she said, it's six months long, um, and all of us, we pretty much are forced to be here, that or go to prison. But I tell you what, it's it's really great. Um, it, it helps you uh, transition back into the community, um, and it's it's really intensive therapy. Yeah, you have a small group four days a week, um, different classes ranging from um, co-occurring disorders to socialization to CAT, which is criminal addictive thinking, um, relapse prevention. But but it's there's really great counselors, and um, it's they have a pretty high success rate. Um, also, they find us uh, help find us mentors, um, and also the the library here that we have is is just amazing. Mm-hmm. So, more about that fabulous library. It's a partnership with the Department of Corrections. So, Johnson County Library maintains the room and staffs it with Johnson County librarians. Uh, We order the books. We get several new shipments of books every year. And we just want to make sure that the clients, while they're living here, have access to books. So, that's kind of what I want to chat with uh, Dia and Phil about. I want to talk about the library and I want to talk about books, of course. Great. We're in your hands, Melody. Yeah, take it away. All right. So um, the library's open several days a week and kind of what I would like to ask, I'll start with Dia. What has this library meant to you during your stay here? This library has been a, an absolute lifesaver. Um, I think I'll, uh, in my treatment especially, I, I um I tended to isolate a lot because I needed to work on my treatment and just work on my program and not focus on anything else that was going on um, outside. So um, having a book uh, made it less lonely and um, less isolating. And I have read um, a a lot, Mm -hmm. as you know. She keeps us in business. I do. I keep you you guys busy. So, um, and I found such wonderful new things to read as well as old comforting things too so um, I got to reread some things that I love and and then find whole new series and and I found the the graphic novels which I never got into before I came here and it is just it's it's changed me it's made me um, just so much more prolific I can't even say that word prolific I can't say it but I read a <laughs> lot and I've yeah. always read a lot and and it's it's made me read more mm-hmm. so yeah 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 Phil what do you think about the on-site library I tell you what when I when I first got here and I, I walked in and Melody had the aromatherapy going <laughs> and, some, and some classical music and the TV was set to um uh I think that day it was a. Uh, uh, nest of bald eagles um, <laughs> from maybe Washington State. Yes, and it's, it's very serene and it's just nice and, and it's quiet and 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 Melody has just been great. Um, the book selection here is very extensive, everything from autobiographies to graphic novels, as she said. Um, awesome nonfiction and fiction books, as well as um, we have the ability to order books each week. Um, so we just write down uh, the book and the author, and Melody puts it in her computer, and if 
they have it available at any of the other libraries they they send it and we get it just a couple days later and i tell you it's been a godsend um without this library i don't know honestly if i would have stayed um because and i go through about two or three books a week um so i'm i'll be i have about another month left here and i've probably read i don't know I don't want to do the math, but it's a lot of books. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just, I don't know what I would do without this library. And so Johnson County Library, I just really want to thank them. And, and I'm very grateful for the work that they do. Mm-hmm. I think every week, so Phil was saying um, about ordering books from our location. So they have regular Johnson County Library cards. And um, we place holds for them. And their books arrive twice a week, uh, delivered through a county courier truck. And then we hand them out to them, just like regular holds at any of our other buildings. And that makes the collect opens up the collection um, from just the small room that they have access to here. So uh, I love that service. And I the clients do too. There is not a week that goes by that Dia and Phil don't have holds arriving. They are two voracious readers. They chew through the books so they keep us in business and also they spread a lot of goodwill with the other clients when new people arrive explaining to them about the library services and what we have going here can i can i ask were were you voracious readers before you came or was this something that um me personally no i was not um so (laughs) you know before i was incarcerated uh, I read books that I was supposed to read in high school, <laughs> and uh, and even then I would maybe do the ad lib, you know, the the. the uh, it's easy to get away with not reading. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and as I got older, especially when I was incarcerated, I just started picking up books to gain knowledge and to help pass the time. To be honest, but but you know, I always hear people that are more literate and read a lot more books. They're a lot more knowledgeable people, and. Um, you know, it's just more well-rounded, but yeah, I, I definitely started reading a lot more once I was incarcerated, but uh, especially when I got here, just this, this library is just awesome. Melody, do you, do you feel like there's there's kind of a, a mixture of folks, like people that haven't read before, but this is encouraging them to read more, and folks that are just, they love to read, and hey, this is going to fit in perfect with... You know, yeah, so, here. so everybody here is just like everybody out in the community, right. just a variety of personalities and reading interests. Uh, Phil talks about how he started reading. Mm-hmm. I can tell that Dia has been a voracious reader all her life. In my entire life. Yeah, yes. I don't watch. I never watched TV okay. uh, growing up. It just wasn't pushed. And, and like um, on my bedside table, there would be 10 books at any time. I, we, I had more bookshelves than I had dressers for clothes. Mm-hmm. I just I, I love books books they're my friends and um, there's nothing better than staring at a dead piece of wood and hallucinating <laughs> that is just the greatest thing ever and and I, I I take great comfort in in um in the characters and the stories and they they get me through the hard times so and they always have and and I also love to read about things that I want to know about I'm a master gardener so I had an extensive extensive collection of books on gardening and when I got here I started writing I I wrote a book on tarot cards so I got a, a bunch of reference material for that so I could so I could write my own so yeah, I love reading, mm-hmm. and I've read um, since, and I've been incarcerated, and then in here for over a year now. I've read over five hundred books. Wow. So mm-hmm. yeah, and and I was I tapped out Wyandotte County's entire library <laughs> and Johnson County's at the Olathe Jail. So coming here, it was like 
all new stuff. It was great. And just the fact that you could order anything that they had available was, oh, that was amazing. Yeah, and I do. I get a couple books a week just from out of this library. It's it's mm-hmm. wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a question, a book question for both of you. Yeah, sure. Has anybody discovered a new author from this room or a new genre? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, oh totally. Ahead, uh, the, red, the Red Rising. Have you read that? I have not. Okay, oh. it's Pier- Pierce Brown yes. is his name, and he read um, he wrote the uh, Red Rising series. It was only supposed to be a trilogy, and it's now five books. And it's all about um, a, a character named Darrow who starts out on Mars, and it's a dystopian society, and it is phenomenal. We read the first book, and I say we because I brought other people along with me mm-hmm. on my journey, but um, it, it, it's really cool quite addictive. I've read all five. I don't know when he's coming out with a sixth book, but I can't wait. I will be a lifelong reader of his for forever. Yeah. Well, as for a couple of my roommates, they're into the fantasy books mm-hmm. and several of the authors they're into, they have multiple books. Some of them have seven, eight um, collections in a book. And so you know, they're very into that. I'm not, I'm more of a true crime, um, you know, documentary, um, autobiography, but some of the authors that I've uh, encountered and are CJ Box, uh, Dennis Lehane, um, Don Winslow has become a quick favorite, but I've also went over some old classics like One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, Mm -hmm. Jack Kerouac on the Road, Catcher in the Rye, um, the old classics, and and there's maybe been one book or two books that they have not been able to find. Everything else, they find and they and they get sent here, and it's just been it's just been awesome. I'm rereading Stephen King's It right now. I read it when I was 17, and it's it's much creepier as a 50 year old woman, um, especially the little kid aspect. I don't think I really got that as a 17 year old, and it's huge too. So I'm hoping it'll last me more than a week. <laughs> that's a that's a big book. It's that is huge. It's a 1,200 page book. Yeah. yeah. Woo. So what I love, Dave and Charles, about being here is I learned about a lot of new books too. So. You do a lot of reader's advisory, which is a little librarian slang for helping people find the next great read. So somebody will come up to you and go, I really like this book. I really like this series. And so the clients keep me on my toes because they're always telling me about authors, genres, new things that they've discovered or things that they're really into. And then I start digging for the next read for them. And pretty soon I'm into the stuff. So uh, I have learned so much from being out here with the clients and I really enjoy it and uh, it's fun to see people who maybe aren't big readers or they're just stuck on a one genre let's say they just read street lit and then we do crossovers to S.A. Cosby like Razorblade Tears or Blacktop Wasteland I I make everybody read those books and so it's fun to see people kind of expand and also for myself too because, um, you know, somebody told me that CJ Box was kind of like the Longmire series, and I passed that along to somebody who was a big Longmire fan, and so I learned just as much. I get as much as I give out here, yeah. Yeah, she's always got uh, really good books to, in mind to, to let us in on. Um, uh, Cormac McCarthy, obviously, oh, yeah. uh, is another big one, but every book she recommends is definitely a page-turner. None of them are, are very boring, and uh, yeah, very good taste. 
<laughs> have you have you read uh, Neil Gaiman's American Gods? No, I have not. Oh, you got to read it. I'm starting it. a list now. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll get you a list. <laughs> okay, thank you. Or if you like some of those other Western-type ones, Larry McMurtry, the Lonesome Dove series. There's oh, I remember the, the series, but I've not read the books. Yeah. Yes, love oh, that awesome. series, too. Wow. Thank you. Well, I hate to say it, but 15 minutes went really quickly. Thank you so much for coming out and sharing your time with us. Thanks. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Joko Library Uncovered will return after this. To close this episode, we ask members of the Incarcerated Services Committee why this is a passion to them. Jema, who we heard from earlier in the episode, writes, Being on incarcerated services has really opened my mind. The volunteer coordinator at the Adult Residential Center once said to me something to the effect of, Yes, these residents are here now, but they won't be here forever. In a few months, they'll be back home in our community. We want to set them up for success. They will be your waitress, or the guy next to you at the Royals game, or their kid will be on the same soccer team as your kid. We want them to get the help they need, to give them the resources they need so that they can make different choices in the future. And I totally get behind that. Incarcerated has such a negative stigma attached to it, but really, it means somebody made a bad choice. The people we serve through this committee made a bad choice and are dealing with the consequences of that. But there's someone's daughter or dad or spouse, just like us. The library is for everyone. We want to be a resource to help make and keep our community as strong as possible. Hopefully, the residents who see Melody at the ARC library every week or come to a Read to Me program will be left with a good feeling when they think about the library. And remember that when they're back home. My goal is always to encourage lifelong learning and help this population. Wow, that's good stuff. Thanks, Jama. Yeah, and thanks to Phil and Dia for that conversation. Oh, yeah, it was fantastic, wasn't it? It was. It yeah. was great. And speaking of good conversations, next episode, Greg will be back with librarians Josh and Joe to dive into another subgenre of our collection. Uh, this is a subgenre of speculative fiction called Hope Punk. So if you've ever heard of Grimdark. I have not. <laughs> well, this is the opposite of that. Okay. Uh, hope punk characters fight for positive change, radical kindness, and communal responses to challenges. Joko Library Uncovered. If you enjoyed today's topics, you might just be interested in these recommendations from our collection. First up, it's a Charles choice. And mine is kind of inspired by that Read to Me program that we heard about. And I picked The Knight of the Ninth Dragon by Mary Pope Osborne from the Magic Treehouse series, because that's the book that my wife and I are reading to our kids right now. Nice. Next up is a Dave's Double Feature, and uh, I am 
Suggesting that you go to Canopy, you visit the streaming video section of our e-library. That's jocolibrary.org slash e-library. And, uh, you know, the topic made me really think about the kids. Uh, there are children involved in this scenario. And, you know, we need to be concerned about their language and literacy development. And lo and behold, there is a title on Canopy called language and literacy development. It's from 2012 and it's less than an hour. And it's described as this detailed and entertaining observation of preschoolers shows them engaged in activities that exemplify the extraordinary advancements in language and literacy that children make at this age. Also on Canopy, there's this really great piece of uh, animation. It's only eight minutes. It's won an Oscar and BAFTA award, um, and it's a bittersweet tale that explores the deep bond between a father and daughter, and it's aptly titled Father and Daughter. And from our guests, Melody has a Literature for Justice reading list with a variety of titles, and those range from nonfiction to fiction and address the United States criminal justice system. And she wants you to know that that's something that she is always updating. So if you check it out by clicking on the link in our show description today, it's well, well worth coming back to in the future to see what she has added. Yeah, sounds great. And Jema recommends the daddy book and the mommy book. She says both are very popular with the read to me crowd. Uh, but one that comes to mind that talks specifically about incarceration is Missing Daddy by Mariame Kaba. And I hope I got that name right. I apologize if I, if I did not. Um, it has a discussion guide at the end to help facilitate a discussion with kids about this difficult topic. So for a full list of the book report recommendations from this episode, you can check out our webpage, jocolibrary.org slash uncovered. Joko Library Uncovered is a production of Johnson County Library and is recorded at the Central Resource Library in Overland Park, Kansas. We would love to read your thoughtful emails at uncovered at jocolibrary.org. Join our online conversation at facebook.com slash jocolibrary. Look for us on Twitter at jocolibrary. Our website is jocolibrary.org. Subscribe to Joko Library Uncovered through your favorite podcatcher or go to jocolibrary.podbean.com. Thanks for listening and come back in two weeks for more Joko Library Uncovered. Uncovered.